Hey everybody, welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Chuchu. I'm outside the Goodwill at Wesley Chapel. Uh, Wanda's inside uh, doing a little shopping. She loves her Goodwill store. So uh, I'm out here chilling and uh, I was looking at, uh, while Wanda was at her eye doctor appointment, uh, I walked into BMW Wesley Chapel. Check out uh, how BMWs are doing out there because that always was one of well, actually, it's Wanda's favorite car. Uh, you know, there are some cars out there that are doable, but it looks like I'm going to have to search really hard. I got lucky, you know, getting this real quick, this Ford, only because, uh, well, believe it or not, an internet ad. Uh, I like the year. I like the, the, the amount of mileage it had when I got it. Uh, you know, like I said before, the only thing I don't like about this EcoSport is that with its weak engine, I get really crappy mileage. So that's uh, that's about it. But you know, she always kind of wanted a red BMW. I'll, I'll try to see what I can do. Uh, it was one, like I said, that was like I think a 2015, and it was a 320. I mean, it was like bare bones, I guess. Uh, 320i, and it um, 2015 had 55,000 miles on it, and I think they only wanted like 20 grand for it. And I said, hmm, 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 hmm. Got to do things while the credit score is good. You know what I mean? Can't, uh, got to make, uh, make do. Um, and like I joke with the guy in the BMW place so that uh, I want to go down to a smaller car only because I don't really want to be putting furniture inside this car anymore. So that'll stop, that'll stop Wanda from, oh, let's go get this uh, dresser or let's go, you know. We've had nothing but uh, hatchbacks and, uh, and and station wagons for God. Got to be that at least almost the last ten years, twelve years. So uh, that's why. But it doesn't have doesn't happen. But that's what I'm I'm working toward. Also went across the street to a place called Gate Gas Station. And I mean, even the people uh, on their you know, shirts had, I love gate. And they said, gate, gate, what company is this? I'm like, but the lady was kind of busy putting out the stuff, uh, the worker there and the cashier didn't seem to understand any anything. So I'm like, okay, that's okay. At some other point when we come up here, I will walk in and uh, get the maybe I was going to get Wanda an icy from there because they did have an icy machine. She wants her Coke icy. But, but, uh, strangely enough, they have a for real, but the machine is broke, you know, and they had the, the whole thing stocked with all these flavors of the for real shakes, for real, real milk, whole milk shakes. And, uh, and, you know, so that, that was a problem. Um, folks, the for real shakes, I found about them up in uh, Middletown, New York, because uh, Quick Check had them and a couple other places and now i understand that there's a couple of places here that have them damn anthony took me to a mobile to get wraps or something like that and they had the for real machine inside it what i'm like those are good shakes folks <coughs> frozen whole milk uh, what I like to do is I like to open them up. You open them up and stick them in the machine. But the good thing is that you can play with them a little. They add a little more milk. They're frozen like concentrate. 
So you can add a little more milk, a little less milk. It adds anywhere from, I figure, many, anywhere from one and a half to three ounces of milk into the for real shakes. And, and the rest is history. I guess it, it, it's a really you know strong blade that just plows into that ice and, uh, uh, and mixes it up. You hear it whirring immediately. So it's a very, very uh, strong, almost ninja type blender. And, and it does it up and it comes out really nice and thick. I used to doll mine up. I take the chocolate or the chocolate mint and I would uh, go over to the coffee bar, stick more chocolate into it if there was a Hershey syrup or I would add some, believe me, I would add shit to it from the other counter, from the coffee counter, all the flavorings and whatever I would stick into my, you know, add a couple of ounces into the, uh, the for real shake and, and turn it flavor. Uh, listen, you can turn the, uh, a cinnamon, you can cinnamon up, cinnamon up a coffee flavored one uh, or put coffee into it, actual. I, I would put like powdered coffee into it and mix it up, make it nice and mocha. Uh, and then they had like the chocolate mint. Now, what I would do is I put chocolate syrup into the strawberry banana. Yes, they have a strawberry banana, which in itself is really good. I that's another one that I recommend. The for real, uh, uh, the for real, for real uh, <laughs> uh, shakes. Um, if you get the chocolate banana or something like that, add, add chocolate to it because I'm a chocolate fiend for for that kind of shit. So uh, I do it, and it comes out really good. But by itself, the strawberry banana is also very good. Um, when you want something a little more refreshing. Yeah, the mint is good actually too. The mint chip is 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 actually not bad also. So the other flavors, I you know, one that gets vanilla. I didn't see a strawberry, strangely enough. And I saw other flavors. They had a cold brew protein shake. That was interesting. That's new. Okay, that I saw. Now I'm trying to remember the other ones. If there's a mango, bleh, I don't care for mango. They did have a couple of sherbet lines or something like that i can't remember because it was all milk and then they had two of them or two or three that were either uh low sugar or 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 dairy free or something they had a couple of weird flavors i i just can't remember them right often since i'm not at the store now uh that's uh, a bad thing uh right now like i said i'm waiting for wanted to come out because i'm starving here and uh, I know that I go right over the highway over to the other side. I'll be out the outlets and there'll be a shitload of restaurants there. And then we're going to go crazy figuring, oh, what do we eat? So after I uh, sign off here, uh, I will be looking at Google. I'll be looking at the restaurant map. And so. I have my phone hooked up to my, to, to my car now. I, I mean, uh, the Android Auto is uh, part of the car now. And so I, I'm glad because then... That means that anywhere I see, uh, you know, is up to date because the problem was that this place wasn't up to date. And that was a problem. The, my, the original Ford maps to this thing and there was no way to download them. I, 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 the Ford Sync didn't work anymore, so there was no way to download that. So the, uh, it was just easier to, while I'm charging the car through the USB port, the Android Auto has taken over the screen in, in the car, and uh, I got all my Sirius XM. It's a little more difficult to navigate, though, because it's bad enough that I don't even know what the hell I'm doing with this Pixel phone. Uh, I'll tell you the truth that I like the phone, but the one thing I don't like is that it doesn't have the little uh, 
the little bars, little things on the bottom, you know, for you to turn on or, or go to all your, especially trying to go to all your open screens, all right? <clears throat> it's swiping from some point on the screen, up, down. In other words, there's like nine spots on the screen and, and the three bottom ones are a pain in the ass. I don't know whether I'm going up or, or what I'm doing from which direction. Uh, so it, 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 and where do you start to swipe? And then if you're in the middle of something and you're thinking you're doing just a regular left to, or right swipe, yeah, no, it, a left to right swipe here will get you out of the page. Uh, I mean, not, it's a right to left swipe is going to get, if you start all the way at the edge, it's going to, you know, so you got to be, you got to be like super, super, uh, uh, cognizant of where the hell you're putting your finger on this screen so that's the one thing I really don't like about this Google Pixel is you know this everything's on the screen I don't have any there's no bar or anything like that for me to to, uh, to work with um, last episode we talked about we talked about uh, baseball the Mets versus Yankees series uh, which the Mets showed then they, of course the next day they beat uh, uh, Alonzo hits a home run to beat uh, Colorado, but that's Colorado. So we're going to find out whether the Mets are really that one leap extra. Okay, they've gotten now to become a playoff team. Now are they a winning team? Okay, especially in the playoffs. Especially knowing that Showalter is going to probably manage those pitchers almost down to pitch by pitch. Uh, everybody on deck. So we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see. Uh I don't even think that really, to be honest with you, I said, I, you know, I'm Mr. Gloom and Doom. I didn't think they were even going to be in first place by the uh, All-Star break. And yet, for some crazy reason, they've managed to make it this far with, with Atlanta just kind of like, you know, breathing down their necks. But at the way this is going, they're going to make the playoffs one way. It's just they, they don't want to fall all the way down to... Uh, uh, having to f really fight somebody in some playoffs. It's important to win the division because now winning the division means you get a bye. The two best records get a bye. So, you know, with the Dodgers rolling one up, that's it. And there's no way that the Cardinals are going to catch the Mets. So the Central, nobody in the Central is going to catch whoever the Eastern Division winner is. So that, that's why it's really, really, really super important. And not only that, the Mets keep on making these, uh, these little milestones. For me right now, they hit 80 wins. Milestone one. Milestone two now is 82 wins. That means that they'll be you know, over 500 for the season. The next is 87 wins because the last great amount of wins that they've had is the 86 that they got back in 2019. So that's uh, that's another. Once they hit 87 wins, that's another milestone. And then the next after that would be 90 wins. All right. So right now, in the, the the next 10 wins are milestone markers. And after that, then you, you you're headed for you know you're trying to head for 100 wins. Which right now, with 37 games left, for them to win 20 out of 20, 20 out of 30, 20, 20 and 17, <sighs> unsure, totally unsure. But then again, like I say, you know, pray for the best, hope for the, you know, prepare for the worst, hope for the best. And so that's that's the way I see that. So. Uh, 
but I'm glad with what's what's been happening. What's been happening? You know, the, the the players have bounced back. You know, especially McNeil bounced back. Thank God, he was the one really that was kind of like killed, killing things yesterday. Just trying to do everything totally butt backwards last year, and now he's like, yeah, I'm me. I'm Jeff McNeil. You know, take it or leave it. And the guy's you know third in baseball in batting. So we'll we'll take that. We will definitely take that. Okay, so now the next thing I want to get before Wanda all of a sudden comes out of the goodwill here is talk about Atlas, Atlas Carmine Nunez. Uh, we're hoping, we are hoping, we are hoping that this weekend is the weekend he comes home. Me personally, of course, me being a, a, a gloomy Gus and all that kind of thing and, and just being wanting things to be very careful, uh, very, um, th that part I'm conservative about is, is, is medicine. And, you know, uh, however, I found out that today he hit the magic, the magic four pound mark, which is supposed to be a good mark. It's supposed to be the <coughs> the threshold where doctors say, well, if it looks like he's going to gain and he's on the upshoot and the move home doesn't isn't too traumatic, uh, we should see him, you know, gaining more. Uh, but four pounds is the number that they would like to take him home. Everybody else is dying to take him home. Everybody else is dying to take him home. I'm saying, listen, let the doctors deal with him. Give him all his heat. 100% attention, which, of course, the mother would give. I understand that. But uh, the, the the point being is that uh, you see, like, the kid kind of was choking on his food. Yes, because he's a glutton. God bless him. Um, and uh, now, like I said, he's at four pounds. And, and the, well, the other day he was kind of like choking on his food. So, you know, and, and that kind of scared everybody. And, and he was kind of turning blue. And I said, geez, because, man, he's like, yeah, uh, but otherwise when he's chewing, he's beautiful. He, and he's kind of skinny. So, up. And, uh, and so that's why I, uh, I just say he should stay there. He should stay there a, a, a little while longer. But, um, they want him home, so I, I I can see that. I can see that. So listen, uh, thanks for listening in. Uh, well, I'm gonna have an update with uh, since uh, Wanda's coming out of Goodwill already. Of course, she has a bag in her hand, and uh, I'll be giving you the next episode. Will be a more definite update on Atlas. And thank you for listening to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. Um, I happen to be outside the Children's Board of the Hillsborough County, what, Board of Education? Well, just says Children's Board of Hillsborough County, which is at 1002, uh, what was this street? Oh man, East Palm Avenue. There you go, that's right. It's down here in that neighborhood, uh, North e Ybor City. And uh, we're here for the, a conference, a Hispanic uh, Latino conference on education. And I'm here to the uh, invitation of uh, Ace Williams, David Tillery, 
And uh, now, of course, I get the email that he's not coming. So uh, I'm like, uh, fantastic. So I'm here this early in the morning. I don't know whether I want to stay or not or uh, just kind of get my two cents in over here, see what they're all about. And if I'm bored to tears after the first hour, I'm going to leave. Uh, however, there's a bunch of, um, there are a bunch of people arriving now at 9.30. I got here early, I was the first one. And uh, secondly, um, uh, well, I don't know who of these people are for one part of this place or, the, or this, uh, this forum. That's what it is, really, it's a, it's a forum. And there'll be several of the people who oh, I guess I voted for, uh, Susan Valdez, Karen Perez, uh, and uh, that's uh, basically what I'm here for. So the next, the, the next uh, things that you will hear probably be, will be my, um, my look at the, my take on this whole thing, uh, even if I do or not uh, attend. Okay, so uh, thank you for listening. I know this is really short. This is more like a commercial. This is a break-in into a, a, a preview as to what might come up next. So... Uh, again, thanks for listening to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Outside Looking In. This is Joe Choo Choo. Uh, this particular piece uh, uh, is about uh, my uh, visit to the Children's Board over in uh, 1002 East Palm Avenue in beautiful downtown Tampa. Um, uh, they do assistance, I guess, with all kinds of educational and other, uh, other things that have to deal with children. Even on a Saturday morning, there was uh, half of the place uh, had some kids. I don't know what uh, kind of programs they were holding there at that particular morning. But uh, people, some people were there, and uh, I, uh, uh, the other half of the building was a very nice big space uh, for a meeting held about, oh, I would say, oh, 100 people or so. Uh, sad to say that there was only about maybe 17 to 20 people in attendance. However, I would like to uh, mention the people who were indeed there. Uh, again, I am trying to picture in my mind the names uh, uh, that were on the poster. Um, I will tell you, let me see. First of all, we had the um, uh, Latino Community Action Director Lydia Metrano. Uh, you see already it's the title that I'm messing up, but uh, uh, she is, uh, she was, uh, she's there. She uh, moderated I believe the uh, the entire thing. She was the one who moderated uh, Lydia Medrano. Now, what we I do know is that we had one of the supervisors from elections, uh, Senia. Sen. Oh my lord! I hate when I start. Fan- they call her X, which is cool, you know, because that that that's the way everybody remembers her name. Senia Sanchez. Uh, uh, is, is the name I remember, and she was there. Basically, that was the whole thing about explaining a lot of the laws. Uh, 
dealing with the new elections, what you can, what you can't do. Uh, they were pretty generic, those instructions, uh, stuff I, I had already known before. And then uh, there was a lot of, of discussion about uh, people out there fraudulently trying to get you to re-register, telling you that you have to get registered every year, that which is not true. Um, uh, and, and a lot of, especially a lot of situations, especially with uh, DeSantis uh, uh, announcing that they arrested 20 people and half of them already are going to get like acquitted because they were told specifically by election officials that they were indeed uh, eligible to vote. So that's that's looking kind of stupid. That's kind of like Giuliani, all of his... his uh, um, convictions from way back when uh now half of those rico convictions are being thrown out due to malfeasance and all kinds of other other problems technical problems you know so we ended up finding out that he wasn't all the all the lawyer he he, he, he everybody th thought he was you know besides besides other proof of his ineptness um we also had susan valdez district 62 representative there uh, she was, uh, she, she did a, 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 a nice presentation and she talked about her, uh, herself and what the hell is going on and what people are doing and this, that, and the other thing. Um, uh, we also had, uh, Hillsborough County School Board member Karen Perez, uh, also, uh, talking about education, education in a lot of different ways, uh, and even, uh, uh education in a lot of different ways. Um, and uh, a lot of people talk about that. Basically, we have to educate this country. But then uh, I had to mess things up, and I uh, got up and uh, well, for, well. First of all, there's another person I believe that a name that I should not forget, Monica Rodriguez. Okay, the first person I think was the Lulac, and this this person, Monica Rodriguez, who was also there. And then there was also uh, a lady there who from uh, Polk County, uh, who was with a gentleman who was uh, running for sheriff in Polk County. Uh, I don't have his name right now. I promise you that on the next segment, I will have his card with me and I will, I will mention his name. I know I do not have it in my pocket. No, I do not. Uh, it's at home because you know how primitive and how on the, off the cuff this uh, podcast is. Uh, but uh, he, uh, we had a very interesting discussion. Uh, I think that's why probably I'll save that for the next uh, episode, even though it would be part of this. Uh, well, uh, long story short, uh, I felt I gave him, I posited to him, uh, sheriffs and judges should not be elected. He countered, he says, yes, they should be. However, it's the candidates themselves. I mean, you have to elect a candidate who wants to be fair because if you're not, gonna, if you're not going to vote for him on his competency, then at least try to, to have a fair and compassionate sheriff at the top of the heap. Uh, him putting out the fact that he, the district attorney and especially most of the, that law enforcement branch is supposed to be not at the beck and call of any of the politicians and stuff like that. That's why uh, this guy, Andrew Warren, is suing for his job back, that they're supposed to be independent agencies. So we'll see about that because he does agree that there are a, a decent amount of, let's say, you know, white supremacists running for the job and stuff like that. And people who are even in the job, he, he's not, he not feeling them. Let's just put it that way. He not feeling them. 
Okay, so uh, that was that discussion, and he put up a good discussion. I have to admit, uh, he well, like I said, he he is relying on the hope and promise, which was the very words he used: hope and promise. That you know, you can elect somebody that is, is, is you know, we have shown sometimes that we can elect the people who, who uh, can do more things for more people and not really it be totally out of control, which was the uh, beginning of my rant and rave when I stood up. And uh, basically, I just, I don't know, the, the basic gist of, of, of my rant was that, you know, I'm getting a little sick and tired of people saying, ah, it's all the out-of-state people that fuck things up, you know, that, ah, ah, yeah, yeah, listen, I'm here by my choice to spend my hard-earned Social Security money and my New York State pension money into this economy instead of the New York State economy, all right? So I feel that I should have a little bit of saying what the hell goes on in Florida policy, all right? Since I'm living here and I'm being inconvenienced just like every Floridian is being inconvenienced, all right? So uh, that was that was a lot of that rant. Uh, and, and basically, I say we're going up against a group that is anti-education. You know, they talk a good game, but they're anti-education because they don't want anybody to be smarter than, than they are. They want you to have babies because that's their workforce later on, okay? Once you get the babies, they don't want to help you educate them because that's not what they want. So I'm, I'm starting to sound like one of those cable shows and shit like that. I got, I got to chill. But, I mean, I got a taste. And, and this, you know, we're talking to this lady. Uh, 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 well, I will tell you this much I do know. Her son has a podcast. Que pasa poke? All right. I urge you to listen to it. I will listen to it myself. I will attempt to... Um, it seems that these people, there was about out of the, okay, you know what? Out of 17 people, okay, if there was four up front, one lady in the back doing uh, a lecture, that's five. The moderator's six. Uh, of the people sitting down, uh, and I was also introduced as, you know, a liaison or whatever for David Tillery of District uh, 20, uh, 66. And that was cool. And, uh, but uh, the, the point being is that uh, then the, uh, one, two, three, four, maybe four people, four or five people were themselves either presidents and or big uh, grand poobas of their particular little uh, uh, following, uh, whatever that might be, uh, Latino this, Latino that. Uh, I, I, again, my memory is really poor. I have to do a really better job of paying attention at these shows. But, you know, I was up there. It was early. And, you know, these are kind of off-the-cuff stuff. So uh, it was good. And, you know, I had my say. Like other people had my say. But I basically I told them, listen, you're going up against people that they're just going to act like animals. All right? So either you need to get as mad as they are or they're not. I, I, I forgot totally. I was, At the end of the thing, I was getting nervous. So I was totally, like, I really want to do, do the Trump thing. The, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country. You know, that, that kind of thing. So uh, I wanted to do that, but I missed out on my opportunity. But, uh, you know, I got in the word in edgewise for Dave. Um, 
who couldn't be there because uh, Bash was helping him weld together his trailer and he had to get tags for the trailer and this, that, the other thing. So uh, it's it, it's been a little it's been a little tough for him. So I'm hoping that um, he will uh, get some get some funds. I understand. You know, I didn't even ask. He's running unopposed, but yet, yet, uh, I didn't even ever found out who the hell the incumbent is there. And I think I I think I found out yesterday. I'm not quite sure, but I think it's Gus Bilirakis. I'm like, oh shit, you know, they're talking kind of a heavyweight in that area. But like I said, it, it, we're gonna have it's gonna have to really be a culture war, a class warfare, all right? Because really, uh, I, there's a lot of homeowners there, but how can people have any services there if, if none of the people who live there work around there? You know who's gonna who's gonna man all those little restaurants in the in the little uh, malls that spring up when you have these housing complexes put together, okay? Who's gonna man any of that stuff? So uh, that that's why they're having these labor problems. I I, I really have to emphasize the people, the, the business owners that gee guys, uh, you lose you uh, you had ten people before, you only got five people now. You ever thought of that? Out of those five. That not coming back is because they're not even in the neighborhood anymore because uh, they had to move out because of the rent. So, uh, you know, expenses, period. So it's all relative. Either you pay them or you have to realize that you don't generate the business that that you thought you would. And some things that just have become people have decided to uh, on what is important. It's supply and demand. It really is capitalism deciding for these people. So you can't say it's a laziness or a great resignation and stuff like that. It's capitalism, pure and simple. But the problem is, is like baseball owners and everything. It's okay for them to practice capitalism, but it's not okay for the workers to practice capitalism by just simply saying no. It's not okay. So, and then we decide to band together and all of a sudden we're communists, we're socialists, we're ah, ah, everything, we're everything under the sun. No, we're just sick and tired. That's all we are, we're sick and tired. So this is my rant and rave here on, on my show. And that's, you know, like I said, I told you before that I, everything I, 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 I have, I owe to my union. All right, to the fact that I stayed in New York to live, and I'm getting what and what I'm getting what I deserve for putting up with New York for fucking fifty years. So that's uh, that's pretty much it. And I'm here and I'm enjoying it. So next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to be calling Michael Spengler. Okay, he is I believe the treasurer for the North Tampa Democratic Coalition or party. And I need to give him a call so that I can show up nice and stone to the next meeting and, and, and light a fire under those people, too. Okay. Believe me. They're, they're, uh, don't think this is the first. I, I Like I said, and I got to call Jimmy James because, um, like I said, this is kind of spiraled out a little bit. But... Um, he deserves He deserves to be back, so... 
Uh, I'll be giving him a call soon and uh, hopefully with the next episode or, or even starting season nine, which is very soon. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. We'll be, um, we'll be doing that. Uh, okay, so let me let let me let off on this rant over here. Y'all got had an idea, what, you know? I got over there. Everybody spoke. It was all it was all pretty cool. At least I get, got to meet people. Now I know what they look like. All right, at least a couple of people there. The most important, really, Karen Valdez, and now I have to see who the heck Karen, uh, Kathy Castor is, and a couple other people. But I'm pretty sure that through Dave, I'll, I'll get to meet maybe two or three more people. You know, so. It, it it will be it will be very interesting. We're gonna see what happens because this November, I, I sadly I think kind of all hell is gonna break loose. So and that's that's a bad thing. So listen, folks. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be right back after these messages.